legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Well, I've been standing with you. I've been right here with you, Troy. I got a life, too. I gave several years of my life to stand in the same spot with you. Don't you think I ever wanted other things? Don't you think I had dreams and hopes? What about my life? What about me? Don't you think it ever crossed my mind to want to know other men? That I wanted to lay up somewhere and forget about my responsibilities? That I wanted someone to make me laugh so I could feel good? You're not the only one who got wants and needs, but I held on to you, Troy. I took all my feelings, my wants and my needs and my dreams, and I buried them inside of you. I planted a seed and waited and prayed over it. I planted myself inside of you and waited to bloom. It didn't take me no 18 years to figure out that the soil was hard and rocky and it was never going to bloom. But I held on to you, Troy. I held you tighter. You was my husband. I owed you everything I had, every part of me I could find to give you. And upstairs in that room, when the darkness is falling over on me, I gave everything I had to try and ease the doubt that you wasn't the finest man in the world. And wherever you was going, I wanted to be there with you. Because you was my husband. Because that's the only way I was going to survive as your wife. (laughs) You always talking about what you give and what you don't have to give. But you take too. (laughs) You take. And you don't even know nobody's giving. Welcome to the Silent Ray Podcast. I'm your host, Silent Ray. Um, act two, scene one, Rose from Fences, a.k.a. Um, Viola Davis, when she eating up Denzel Washington. Bitch, let me tell you something. I saw that play, and bitch, when I tell you I was boohooing down to the ground, and this is a true story. Like, I didn't know it turned. they turned it into a movie. Until one day I was on a flight and I was just going through like all the little movies to watch or whatever. And it was like fences. And I said, fences, bitch. Now I was like, bitch, they they recorded the 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 play. Bitch, I didn't know it was a movie. Bitch, when I tell you I watched it on the play, the flight and boo-hooed once again. Well, I've been standing with you. I've been right here with you, Troy. I got a life too. Bitch, when I tell you that monologue is so sickening. Ooh. So sickening. I guess allegedly she did that scene um so many times and she was crying that like literally there's just snot coming out of her nose. 
And but it, it's such a good scene, bitch. I might watch that tonight, bitch. Who am I kidding, bitch? Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> I ain't gonna be watching shit. Let me tell you something. First off, welcome to the show. But bitch, when I tell you I'm tired, boo. <laughs> bitch, my whole body is tired, bitch. Oh, my knees ache, my back ache. Okay. Everything egg, bitch. But, like, I'm... This week, especially Monday, it really hit me hard, bitch. Like, a fucking ton of bricks. I am beat. Beat, bitch. But there's no rest for the wicked. Um, For the weary, bitch. So, we gotta keep pushing along. But I'm... Yeah, I'm not gonna watch that movie tonight, bitch. Late This whole week, every time... Every night... I've gotten in bed, and when I tell you I'm asleep in, like, 20 seconds, I'm not joking, bitch. I didn't say 20 minutes. I didn't say two minutes, bitch. 20 seconds. Bitch, 20 seconds. I am, I am, I can feel my body shutting the fuck down, bitch. I need to, you know, hurry up and put my my phone on the charger and put my damn eye mask on, okay, and turn the lights off because, bitch, my body is shutting the fuck on down. So, Lord, I wasn't really going to go do this episode today, but I was like, you know what? Just fucking do it. Just wrap up by 1 a.m., take a shower, be in bed by 1.30, and just deal, bitch. Um, Hold on. Okay. Um, first things first, I want to give a shout out to the girls who've rated and reviewed this podcast five stars. And what? Five stars only. Exactly. So I want to give a shout out to Blue Hef Bunny, who wrote a review titled, You Already Know. You Already Know. Five stars and five stars only. You better pre-order your holiday gifts. <laughs> Y'all are stupid. Uh- <laughs> Not you better order your holiday gifts. <laughs> Comedy. Um <laughs> thank you, Blue Half Bunny. Because the girls already know you better ho- get your holiday gift sets. Side note, bitch. <laughs> I have about like t- um, why am I really crying, bitch? Hold on. No, because bitch, I'm really tired. <laughs> I have about 200 more orders to do. Hold on, let me see. <laughs> 229 orders to do. Um, but I really got to do this week. At least by Friday morning, get those out. Um, and I'll be done. I'll have everything completed and all those pre-orders sent out. Um, yeah, this is my first time in the last two years with a holiday season in the last two years without a fulfillment center. And, well, let me tell you something, bitch. It is saving me a lot of money, okay? I'm not even really trying to toot it off like that, bitch. I'm saving buku money, bitch. Buku money. So, a part of me doesn't really mind the fact that I'm just really frazzled and tired and burnt crispy. Because, you know, as most people know, like, some, a lot of businesses, not all, not me, bitch. The doll stays flourishing all year long, Okay. You bitches make your money during holiday season, okay? Bitch, no. I'm a flourishing girl from sunup to sundown, January to December, bitch. 
okay? 12 months in the year, bitch. Like, them bitches could never. But in all actuality, you do make a good chunk of your sales during um, holiday season. And um, so, you know, like, th I'm, this too shall pass, but... I will say the especially last year, last year's holiday season, orders were astronomical. This time they're even more. But um they were astronomical, but I had a fulfillment center and bitch, when I was looking at those invoices, bitch, I want to throw up. Bitch, I, when I tell you I want to throw the fuck up. I wanted to be like, what was y'all doing in there? You know what I'm saying? Like how much was these boxes, bitch? How much was the postage? You know, like bitch I don't even want to put my business out there, but it was nutty, bitch. It was definitely, each month was, what was it? One, two, three, four, five. Five figures each month. Five figures each fucking month. Okay? Five figures each month just to ship things out. So, bitch, me to ship things out this year is, what is it? One, two, three, four figures. So it's a lot cheaper for me to do my shit myself because I'm not high. I don't have to pay anybody. And plus, you know, like I buy my, um, like for instance, a holiday gift set. I was like, all right, let me measure it and get the exact correct size box. You know, I ordered a thousand of them. And, you know, some of the girls had double orders. Some of the, and I, I needed it to fit double orders, extra, you know, things added to the holiday gift sets, a whole slew of things. So these boxes fit perfectly. And when you kind of measure and get the box that fits exactly for that, you know what I'm saying? Like if you know you got, let's say, X amount of orders for this one particular item, just get the, 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 the box that fits perfectly like the exact like measure it to the inch and it will save you so much more money plus just like a whole multitude of things that I was doing by myself it just really saved me a lot of money to do it myself it does suck sometimes I hate even saying this but it's just like once I get into the groove I'm good but it will it sucks because it's like I really want to get the girls and stuff out like like ASAP you know, I'm trying to get the girls' pre-orders out like Amazon Prime, bitch. No, I'm trying to give you next day delivery, bitch. And honestly, I'm just one person, so it's like, you know, relax. Um, But, you know, now I only got about 200-something orders, crossed 1,200 orders um, in the last, like, what, week? So, I'm almost at the finish line. Um, I want to get it all kind of done and out of the way and just kind of streamlined and kind of... Now that I know what the girls are buying, I'm going to have a lot of things more prepackaged and, you know, in boxes so that after Black... During Black Friday, um, when I'm not here, because I'll be in Japan, Serena, my brother, can kind of just, you know, get those orders out. Oh, Jesus. But... Go get your holiday gift sets, y'all, for real. Because it's, I don't even know what, I don't even know why you haven't. That's what, that, see, that's the, that's what's crazy to me. It's because I said this before, but the girls are doing their holiday gift sets 
And it's giving miniatures. Bitch, I'm going to go to Sephora right now. Let me go to Sephora. Yep, let me go to Sephora. Bitch, that's not how you spell Sephora. <laughs> how you spell Sephora? Oh, duh. Bitch, I'm tired. Let me look at these um, holiday gift sets, bitch. Do that, bitch. Where are the holiday gift sets? Hold on. Let me... Um, a holiday gift set, bitch. Y'all ain't got no holiday section, Sephora? Gifts and gift cards. Okay, here we go. Let me see. Um, value and gift sets. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Dior Beauty Ritual set. Bitch, what the fuck is this shit? Bitch. Uh-uh. Oh, no, bitch. Let me tell you what's in this shit for $85, bitch, from Dior. Bitch, I don't... Oh, they, they give you, bitch... <laughs> they give you a 0.11-ounce lip glow lip gloss, a 0.2-ounce lip maximizer. Don't know what that is. They give you a 0.17-ounce serum, and then um, a 0.7-ounce fragrance and a couture pouch bitch what am i'm not even really trying to throw them under the bus bitch what the fuck am i doing with a 0.17 ounce serum girl what the fuck is this can't be this is bitch it's rated five stars 36 reviews bitch what the fuck am i gonna do with this small ass shit stick it on my ass um Okay. Ooh, let's see the sh- the. Let's see who who got a. I need a skincare. Okay, here we go. Tatcha, Tatcha. All right. Let's see what Tatcha is doing for eighty seven dollars. Okay. Let's see what they get, my bitch. Let's see what these hoes is getting. All right. They got a rice, a face wash, one point seven ounce, late. Moisturizer, one point seven ounce. Um, they have. The a serum, 0.3 ounce. Oh, and bitch, that's it for $87. Bitch, y'all need to go to sorrybeautymotherfuckings.com right now and get your motherfucking holiday gift sets, ho, and quit, quit playing these games. Because let me tell you something, bitch. I'm giving the girls the amenities, okay? I'm giving the girls the full amenities, Okay, not only do you, does it come in a gift, I mean, um, a travel tote, bitch, you got a full size, bitch, let me pull up my own website, huh, while I got y'all on the line. Bitch, I feel like a, a representative, like a QVC representative. <laughs> you know, like when you used to call Q, well, maybe you don't, bitch. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, like when you, like the girls will call QVC and you would place your orders. Okay, bitch. Let me tell you what you're going to get. You get a full-size collagen serum, one ounce of the, the serum, bitch. You get a full-size face wash, 3.4 ounces, bitch. You get an eye brightening cream, 1.7 ounces, bitch. You get, um, oh, no, that's a face cream. And then you get an eye brightener, half an ounce, bitch, plus the, the travel tote, plus you get a signed holiday greeting card, plus a sticker, plus your choice of a free gift, either another... Um, eye cream or a 1.7 ounce um, travel size face wash for for how much hold on what does it say i mean i know in my price 98 dollars bitch plus fucking free shipping 
Get out of here. Let me see what Sephora is talking about with this shipping, bitch. Get a ship. How much is this fucking shipping, ho? Add it to basket. Standard shipping. Hold on. Standard. Oh, you get free standard shipping if you create an account. It don't really fucking matter, bitch. $87 is too motherfucking high for no for these small ass little travel size shits. These miniatures, though, like, hold on. Let me just look at at least one more because I know I'm this can't be true. Let me see what the girls are giving. Um Olaplex. No, I don't really care about her. Um they ain't got no fancy beauty, bitch. No JLo beauty, bitch. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna go to the next page. Sorry. I just want to do this while I got y'all on the line. Um you love how like you like my selling technique. <laughs> Not me bullying y'all into, like, doing this. Put your orders in now. <laughs> not, me not me bullying you and then and then trashing other people's products. Like, what a great salesman. <laughs> um, okay, I just, I thought there would be more skincare stuff. But apparently, there, oh, here we go. Here is Charlotte Tilbury. Their skincare shit. Okay, let's see what it is for eighty dollars. All right, let's see what it. Uh, 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 no, I know she ain't calling it her um magic and glow. She better not call it that, bitch. I'm gonna sue. All right, so you get um, you get a crystal elixir, which sounds like a um, a serum. Point twenty seven ounce. You get a facial oil. Point twenty seven ounce. You get a toner, one ounce, and then you get the face cream, half an ounce. Bitch, the girls are really buying these small... What is the point? I just don't... I just... I don't understand this. I want the full-size products. You know what I'm saying? I want the full shebang. Hold on. I said this on my Snapchat a couple nights ago. Bitch, I want the full amenities. When I go traveling... I'm not the girl who goes to Target and, like, get the little small little travel size things. Bitch, I take my whole shit with me. I take my whole, like, vanity. Bitch, I take my whole body wash, bitch. It be, like, 12 ounces on my body wash. And I be, I put that, put it in a Ziploc, okay? And I put it in my 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 bag. I take the whole, I be, I be taking it all, bitch. Literally, everything I mostly travel with be my skincare and beauty stuff. Bitch, I don't ever be having no outfits, bitch. I, I really do take the full amenities. Maybe the girls really like the little small miniatures and stuff. Bitch, I don't. I, bitch, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do with a serum or a face? A, bitch, a facial oil. Point, excuse me, a mini facial oil, point twenty seven ounce. Bitch, do you know, that's one application. Maybe for my face. You, you know how big my face is? I have a big dome, y'all. My, my face is big as fuck. It's a lot of fucking landscape on my face. That little point twenty seven. I don't even know what point twenty seven ounces even looks like. That sounds crazy. Anyways, go to sorrybeauty.com and get your holiday glow gift sets, bitch. There's only about, like, maybe 300 left or so. I don't know. I got to log in and see but go get your holiday glow gift set also add your free gift 
You can either get a travel size face wash or an extra eye cream. If you don't add the free gift, we will just pick one for you. Okay. Lately, we've been doing an extra eye cream, but we're running low on some of those. So we're trying to switch it out now to the um the travel size face wash. But if you don't add it, girl, and we don't know, we're just gonna give you whatever we got laying around, bitch. And when I say laying around, literally laying around. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's get into the show, bitch. Oh, when I tell you, I am exhausted. Oh, Lord. Okay. I need somebody to rub my back, too. I need somebody, ooh. I need someone to rub my back, my extremities, my legs, my toes, bitch. All right, so what, did, how was my week? What, what did I do? Um, same thing I fucking always do work. Um, but we, Tia and I, um, had an ultrasound on Monday to kind of really look at the, um, follicles and see how that they were growing. And then we had another, um, appointment today. And everything's growing perfectly. In fact, we're probably going to be done as early as Friday, um, which is crazy. And we could, we're looking at a potential Sunday morning egg retrieval. And that is so exciting. And so, like, it's nuts. Like, you know what? It's crazy. Like, I'm, I know y'all don't really care, <laughs> but like, for me, I just, I think because, if you guys have been following me or whatever, you know, like, this journey is so important for me on so many various levels, like, tons of levels. But one of those levels, and the reason why it's so deep for me is, um, as I mentioned, I don't know, I've never loved anyone that shares the same DNA as me. Like, I never lived with anyone. I'm adopted. So I don't, I don't know what it's like to kind of look at someone I live with and be like, oh, bitch oh, we kind of look the same or, you know, stuff like that. Like genetics and stuff is so foreign to me. And I'm sure like some people don't even think about it. It just goes over their head. But like genetics is so important for me because, I mean, so important to me because um, I've I've never seen anyone like me. Like, of course, I've met my biological mom and stuff, rest in peace. But, and I do have um, biological half-brothers but I've never lived with them. You know, I've, I've never known what it's like to love other family members and cousins or anybody, anything, you know? Like, so the idea that this Sunday morning, this sounds gross, I'm sure, but like, um, like, I know this sounds so crazy, but like, <laughs> but like an egg and a sperm is going to be infused together literally Sunday in like a few days and it's going to contain half of my DNA like I know that sounds like so like bitch duh like that's not unique Solomon but <laughs> it's just it's it's so like wild to me like it's so exciting but it's like it's also like very sacred and very spiritual for me. Like it's it's literally blowing my mind. And I'm sure 
on Sunday, it's going to blow my mind even more. And then I'm sure at the time of a pregnancy, it's going to blow my mind even like I'm sure it's just going to keep blowing my motherfucking mind until this child is here. And I'm sure it's going to keep blowing my mind every time I look at them. Like, I just, it is so nuts to think that all of my children are going to be conceived in a matter of, what, one, two, three, like, four days. It's so nuts to me. Like, it's, I don't know, like, it just, it's... I'm so excited. I'm literally at a loss for words. I'm clearly stumbling over my words, but yeah, the idea that my all my children are going to be conceived in four days. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to wake up Monday morning and know that there's a little Solomon. You know, there's a couple little Solomons, you know, in a phrase, I mean, well, no, they're in an incubator at that point. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so fascinating and just, I don't know. I'm just really fucking happy, bitch. And, you know, I think that's the reason why I'm, when I tell you, I hate getting on this this podcast <laughs> every other month and talking about I'm tired because that's so, like, ugly. But, like, I don't, I, I am literally physically and mentally tired, but I'm also the happiest I've ever been. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, it's nuts because it's, you would think that I would be like burnt out or like, I don't know, but I'm not. In fact, I kind of want more. And like the idea that what I'm doing now, the work I'm putting in now is just going to benefit this child come a year later. You know, like that, and it just forced, it's just like literally lights a fucking fire under my ass, and it's like, bitch, go harder. Bitch, last night, I was, wor- I was, I think, 12, hold on, 11 to 11.30? Yeah, I was t- 12 hours of working, and I was like, bitch, I'm exhausted. And I said, no, keep going for two more hours. Just try to do two more hours and you'll be good. And I did. And it's just, I think it's the idea that like everything, I think if it was just dependent on me of just Solomon shooting the shit and wanting to go on vacations or just, you know, buy nice furniture or something, you know, like I'd be like, okay, girl, I don't really care. But I mean, I would care, but not to this degree. And it's like the idea that in a year from now, I'm going to be responsible for another life. And I just don't want to fuck that up. Um, but yeah, I'm just so excited. Like, needless to say, all of that, all the exhaustion, all of like all that stuff, I'm like still the happiest I've ever been. Like, literally, super giddy, super happy. Just, yeah. Um, so, yes, please pray for me if you guys can. All jokes aside, um, you know what? Hold on. Okay, first off, please pray for me if you can. And if that's something you would like to do, I would really appreciate it. And just know everything that you're giving me, I am literally praying on the daily. 
that people who support me and send me nothing but positive energy, I'm praying to my ancestors that it gets sent to you back tenfold into infinity and fucking beyond, bitch. No, for real. I really am. Um... Another thing that is also kind of weird this week is um, now that we've, we've kind of really opened up about what we're doing, Tia and I, I will say on the daily basis when it comes to me, for every like, I would say, I would, I would say for every thousand comments, that I get on my Snapchat for everything. Cause I get, I average about like, mm, if I'm doing something, I average about like 500, 700 a day in a 24 hour span. Um, if it's like cooking or like a rant, it can get like a lot higher, but I will say for every thousand comments or, you know, um, responses, maybe one of them, is mean and nasty. Just one. But it's nuts because now I'm noticing there is about, I wouldn't say 10% is now kind of shady and mean. I would say maybe 5%, which is still, I think, a lot. That's a, and that's shocking to me because I'm, I don't get bad comments. You know, like, especially people who put themselves out there. Um, Sometimes them comments, people, the comment section, the girls be kind of half and half. And I've been so blessed to have people who, one, understand my humor and support me. But I really just get a bunch of love, you know? And I don't take that lightly. Like, I'm, it's something I really am thankful for. So with that being said, kind of seeing this um, increase in negative response and just, like, shady comments... Um, to Tia and I, and even to her, like somebody messaged her a couple days ago and told her, asked her if like she needs to go get checked to see if she's mentally ill or whatever, and that what she's doing is sick. And then somebody else was um, just go- sliding into her DMs, literally unprovoked, and just being fucking disgusting and hateful, and. I'm, uh, we might address it on our Life in Progress um, podcast once, but um, if we don't, I'm going to say this once and I'm never going to say it again. I'm, it's going to be done and finito. Um, I think it is very, it's new territory for me to see negative comments about someone I love and care about. Whereas me, I can see negative comments and I'm like, girl, whatever. I don't really care. I, you know, I put myself out there and, th- and there is an aspect of responsibility you have to claim in understanding like, all right, bitch, well, if you're going to put your life out there, if you're going to share yourself, if you are open to, cons- you are opening yourself up to consumption, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a lawyer. You're not coming to me for legal advice and hiring me, bitch. I am, I don't really know what I am. (laughs) I am somebody who puts themselves out on the internet 
willfully. I'm someone who has a podcast, talks openly about their life willfully. And so I'm okay with bullshit. I've been dealing with this type of shit for since 2007. Really? It Well, technically 2008 when I first got my first real kind of break doing a radio show. I did a radio show, some of you guys may or may not know, um, with Angie Legee and Cypher Sounds on Eminem Shape 45 radio station, uh, radio, and just like a little morning show and whatnot. But, you know, they played me just, just that's that was my first introduction to like negative people, like mean callers, people would call in and just, just roast the fuck out of me. And, um, I've gotten a, a much thicker skin. You know, New York radio, New York, like, especially the hip-hop circuit, especially at that time, it's a different playing field really now. The girls is really motherfucking soft. The girls, you know, be crying. The girls be triggered. The girls be not with a thick skin. And where then, bitch, you would be getting roasted on the air, you know, in front of your co the co-host in front of you know what I'm saying and they would be egging it on or like they would have a, a guest and the guest would just be you know making little slide remarks you know what I'm saying just out anyways what I'm trying to say is I'm very used to it it doesn't bother me um as a matter of fact sometimes I mean I really just choose to focus on the positive I think now seeing an increase, first off, an increase in mean messages and hateful shit, but also tying in a loved one, you know, someone I care about, the future mother of my children. You know what I'm saying? Like, she didn't ask to like, yes, we are doing these things together. We're building a business together. We have a podcast together. We're very open about our um, what we're doing. We have a docu-series that we're working on. There's a whole bunch of shit in um, getting ready to like really come out for us. And it, so it's not like she's like not cognizant of it. She's great. And she understands like she, you know, we're both wanting to do this. Um, so it's not like no one's forcing her, but it's not like it's just upsetting to, to, to see that and to, to um, like, witness it. Because I just feel like I wanted a baby. You know, like, I wanted to do this. Um, I wanted to kind of share my journey. I wanted to create a new podcast. I wanted to, you know, do a docuseries. And you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I just feel guilty almost bringing her along and then like kind of exposing her or you know having people just say mean things and hasn't been a lot I'll be honest it hasn't but it's been alarming and it's been some nasty fucking shit and it's been very hard for me to kind of wrap my head around um because I don't know how to react you know like <laughs> All funny shit aside, all, like, humorous Solomon aside, all flamboyant Solomon aside, all that shit aside, I get physical. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not really trying to be funny, but, like, I don't do the back and forth stuff. I'm not a talking girl. 
clearly I love to talk. I'm I, I'm making a, a a career out of it. You know, I get on a mic once a week and talk for two damn hours. So clearly I enjoy talking. But when it comes to shit like this, I'm really not a talker. I get very if I get fucking quiet, bitch, run for the fucking hills. And I just I'm the type of person where I'm like. I just need to get my hands on you. That's it. Like, I just need to get my hands on you somehow. Like, I need to find a way to just literally physically put my fingerprints on you. And I can't do that on the internet. (laughs) So it's just very frustrating um, that it's happening. But, you know, I think it's, it's new territory for me, but it's also new territory for her. And, um... Yeah, like, and I'll say this, and I, I don't, I don't want to ever say this again because I, I don't want to mention it even. But, um, I think I might have mentioned it last week. But, um, bitch, I'm gonna put you in a jar. Okay, you every and see, this is the crazy thing. This is the fucking crazy thing. The girls are sending these messages with a paper trail. And see, I'm petty, bitch. There are the girls who are, you know, turn the other cheek, you know, be nice, woo-saw, woo-woo-woo. I've never been that girl. I've never fucking been that girl. I am a bully, a whole entire bully. No, for real, I'm dead ass a fucking bully. Bitch, I'm going to bully you so bad until you're begging me to stop. And then I'm going to come back at you in a, a month from now. And I'm going to keep my fucking foot on your neck. So with that being said, girls, I'm just letting the girls know, like, when I see these messages, oh, I'm screenshotting them. I'm taking down the names. And a lot of y'all got photos, too. So I'm taking out the photos. I'm going downstairs, printing out the photos. And, bitch, I'm putting you bitches in jars. And and actually, I don't want to tell you what's in the jar, but I'm putting something in that jar and then putting it in the freezer. And then I'm taking it to the ocean and dumping it out. Okay? Now, the girls are putting the girl. The girls sometimes put the girls in jars and bury it. And then when they're done, they be like, all right, well, you can enjoy your life. I'm over it now. Bitch, no. I'm putting you out to sea. You'll never, you'll never come up for air, bitch. So I need the girls to understand, like, the doll has been incredibly protected since really, since I was brought into this world. And I don't really want to get into that. I'll actually talk about that on Life Life in Progress this Monday. But just... Just tread lightly. That's all I'm going to say. Just tread lightly. Otherwise, you will find yourself in a motherfucking jar. Okay? Because I can't physically get to you. And I really can't do stuff like that anymore. Because quiet is motherfucking... I've said this a time and time again. What is it? It's November 8th. By the time you guys listen to this, it's going to be November 9th. It's the holiday season. And every holiday season is half off. Okay? Some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about. But it's half off (laughs) during the holiday seasons. The girls, okay? (laughs) I really shouldn't be talking about this on the internet. But it's half off. 
I'm gonna put it like this. It's half off. It's 50%. It's it's a known thing in the street. It's 50% off during the holiday season because the girls are trying to get more money for like, you know, Christmas gifts and stuff like that. So they they doing they is half off during the holiday season. They also a little bit more like messy with it too. So it's like from what I hear, it's they messy, bitch. But old Solomon would have taken advantage of that ho- that holiday sale, bitch. Old Solomon would have taken allegedly taken advantage of that holiday sale. If you catch my drift, okay, I'm not that girl anymore, you know. But honestly, it's actually more detrimental to put your ass in a motherfucking garbage because then you're stuck. You'll never get anywhere in life. You'll never achieve anything. And every fucking day will be fucking hell. You'll be wondering like, damn, bitch, I got a flat tire. Damn, I lost my job. Damn, I'm getting hit with this bill. Damn, my insurance went up. Damn, it's going to just fucking hit you day after day after day after day after day. You know, some people, and I really want to get off this topic. You know how like some people just be, they never fucking catch a break. You know how like some people just never fucking catch a break and they just be getting hit with bullshit and bullshit and bullshit. Mm-hmm. There's a, the, the universe, I'm letting y'all know, like it's so much more in depth then what you think, it's not surface level. Shit be emotion. And if something's going wrong in your life, you might need to sit back and figure out, like, bitch, what the fuck done happened? What did, what did I do? What did I do? Sometime, did I do some crazy shit that I'm paying for now? Because karma is really like a motherfucking boomerang, bitch. And it do come back and bite you in the ass. So with that being said, tread fucking lightly. Um, and I'm not saying it again, but moving on from that topic, another extension, um, from now on, I'm just going to really pour into the love and support that I'm actually getting. Yeah. 5% of those little comments might be fucked up, but there's 95% that is showing me love. And years ago, a friend of mine, um, he would get tons of comments or whatever, like from um, fans and stuff. And he would pop off. If somebody says something negative, he would take one of those comments and just read you for fun, the fucking filth. Rightfully so. And then one day someone replied, replied to him and was like, it's not fair that you reply to the negative comments. Here we are. There's people who love you and follow you and support you every week. And we're always in the comments, boosting you up, bigging you up. And you don't ever reply to us, but you reply to the negative comments. And that's not fair. And she was right. And my friend listened to it. She's like, you know what? She was right. So with that being said, I'm only focused on the positive comments, okay? And the love and support, because I get a ton of it, a lot of it. And it's really, it touches my heart. So I really just want to say thank you to the people who do support me and and send nice comments. When I tell you there are so many beautiful comments that I get day to day to day to day to day, it's crazy. And it's, unfortunately, I don't have the time. I can't do, like, reply to them all. I'm trying to be better at, you know, picking a few throughout the day and then, sending like a quick little thank you message. Of course, when I get my orders and people write little notes, I write notes back to them. So I'm focused more 
moving forward, I'm only focused on pouring into people that pour into me and loving y'all back because that's that's really what I want to put out in this universe, as corny as that sounds. I'm not trying to be too negative, bitch. Now, I'm still not healed, bitch. Okay? I'm still not a kumbaya bitch. But as far as, like, stupid shit comments and stuff, I already got a lot of things in the works. <laughs> if you catch my drift. A lot of things is already going on. I've hired a, an extra person last night to deal with some of this shit. Not like that. Not a hitman, bitch. Not a hitman. Hold on. I did not hire because <laughs> I know y'all was listening <laughs> to that 50% off holiday sales. No, 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 no. I didn't hire none of that, none of that, none of that, none of that. Um, Just things to like make sure that we're protected. But um, yeah, I got, I got, I got some things for that ass. But Things are good, and I just really want to focus on just the positive, and because this is such a really, really fucking happy time in my life. <laughs> Despite me, like, spiraling just a couple seconds ago, this is literally, like, the happiest time in my life. And, like, even just the relationship I have with my family, like, we already have a good relationship, but now it's, like, even more special almost, you know, like we're even, it's, it's, it, I can't even put into words. It's starting to like shift. Like the relationship I have with my parents is shifting and I like that. And it's crazy because it's almost as that, as if I'm looking for their guidance more than I've ever been, you know, like, And I've never really been someone who's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to ask my parents for this, or I'm going to ask my parents for this advice, or talk to my parents first. I'm, I've never been that type of person. I do what I need to do and keep it moving. Um, but I find myself now reverting back to being the child and then really wanting their parents more in their life, which they are, and I'm welcoming it. Um, and then kind of just kind of like staying in that like transition period to when, you know, my child's here and then, then, then it's like, now I have my own child to look after, if that makes sense. I know I'm like OD with it, but needless to say, I am the happiest I have been in a while. So I don't really want to pay attention to the, the birds, bitch, the fucking birds, you dirty foot bitches. Bitch, it's, it's always a greasy neck bitch that always got some wild shit to say. And you know what's crazy? Tia and I were talking about this last night in Kikin. We are dead ass really good people. Like, I only fuck with people who are very genuinely good. She's one of them. I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm gonna put myself in there too, bitch. Yeah, I might get crazy here and there, but bitch, I'm actually a really good person. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, seeing like negative comments like that is like, bitch, all right. I I feel like this, I don't deserve this. You know, not saying that people deserve it, but there are definitely some girls, you know, who put themselves out there who it's more warranted. 
we're actually just good people. So, like, to see that is kind of wild. But nonetheless, um, I do want to say thank you to people who have supported me and just been sending us both just the nicest notes. And I want you to know, like, we see it and I appreciate it. And with that, um, moving right along. The holidays are here. And this holiday season, it's all about doing what matters the most. And that's spending money on ourselves. Previous seasons, we were told, tis the season of giving, of sharing. But what has that garnished us? Disappointment, distrust, and heartache. Each season, we ask our loved ones to delight us in the magic of gift giving by gifting us things we want. And time and time again, we're disappointed. (laughs) I'm sure you're asking yourself, well, Solomon, my man is going to buy me everything I want this season. And to that I say, well, guess what? You're never going to get it. Because see, while you spent all year cooking his meals, washing his dirty drawers, and putting up with his infidelity in the hopes of a shiny, sparkly gift this year, you just end up instead with a dry purse and a wet ass. So this season, let's change that with Saul Ray Beauty. This season is all about us. Fuck that man, fuck them kids, and fuck them bills. Instead, head over to SaulRayBeauty.com and purchase your Holiday Glow gift set. What's in the Holiday Glow gift set, you say? (laughs) Well, I'm glad you brought it up because I've been dying to talk about it. You get a full-size collagen serum, a full-size eye brightening cream, a full-size face brightening cream, and a full-size face wash. Wait, but that's not all. It comes delicately packaged in a luxury beige travel tote adorned in gold hardware, a $158 value economically priced at only $98. But wait, (laughs) that's not all. Also comes with your my annual holiday greeting card signed by yours truly. But again, wait, that's truly not all. Act now and you will not only qualify for free domestic shipping, but you can pick a free gift either a travel-sized face wash or an extra eye-brightening cream. Simply add desired gift to cart. So again, ignore the demands and cries of them damn kids and that man and put yourself first. It's what you deserve. So head over to SawRayBeauty.com and order your holiday glow gift set today. Now let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. All right, so I'm going to do something that um, I really don't enjoy doing. Um, it's happened to me a few times on this podcast. Um, but I'm going to defend um, Brittany and Kim Kardashian. And let me tell you, let me, so... I love Britney Down, okay? And I actually do like Kimberly. But I just feel like I don't really want to spend my time defending white women. 
You know what I'm saying? Not the fact that they don't deserve to be defended. It's just they don't, I don't really think in, if, I don't think I'm best suited. You know, I don't think that I am the best candidate to defend white women. There's so many eligible white men to really kind of step in my place instead. But occasionally when, you know, right is right, wrong is wrong. And um, yeah, so I don't know who to go to first. Let's get the Kimberly out the way. So Kimberly Noel Kardashian, Nostradamus, um, I guess on their Hulu reality show, I guess North, I don't know, bitch. I just saw a clip, bitch. And I, I, allegedly it's from this last week's show or sometime, bitch. Oh, bitch, I'm tired. Um, I guess Northwest was like, bitch, she, she was wondering what her mom did for a living, like her mom's career. And she was like, well, what do you do? And the girls were like, yo, Northwest always humbling Kim. Northwest always putting Kim in her place. Um, North asking the tough questions. Why your mom ain't got nothing to do? Your mom's like, and it's like, first off, North is not humbling anybody, bitch. You know what I'm saying? It's That's not, I don't think that that's what's going on. But two, when it comes to kids, they don't really know what their parents be doing. Unless you're like a fucking firefighter, a teacher, um, a doctor, maybe, um, a bus driver. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're, if you're something like that, then they're going to be like, oh, yeah, my dad is a firefighter or my dad is a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? But when you're an entrepreneur or just anything that's just outside of those very, you know, um, I don't know, like those type of careers, the kids are going to be like, bitch, I don't know what my parents do. I don't know what my mom and my dad do. You know, like, honestly, like, I mean, I wouldn't even know, but I would imagine Tia's two girls, if they asked her, like, what does your mom do? They would be like. Girl, I don't know. <laughs> you know, they wouldn't know, like, she runs two separate businesses, working on a third, has a podcast, and you know what I'm saying? They're, I mean, they know that, but I'm not sure if they're going to be able to quickly verbalize, like, oh, yeah, this these are all the working parts to um, what my mom does for a living. You know what I'm saying? When I have kids, they're going to be like, what do you do? I'm like, I would explain to them I'm an entrepreneur. They may, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're going to have to understand daddy works literally all day long. Yeah, dad's not always at a desk. Dad's not getting dressed and driving to work and coming home. Dad is literally doing a multitude of things nonstop from the moment his eyes open to the time his eyes go to turn off <laughs> and he goes to bed. He's constantly working because it's so many moving parts and so many things to be in when it comes to being an entrepreneur. So many things when it comes to owning your own businesses, like you're, you're the, you are the go-to person. So 
I mean, when North was like, with Kim, like, girl, what do you do? Like, bitch, <laughs> that's a very logical question, I think, coming from, I don't know how old she is, nine or ten? That's, yeah. And the crazy thing is, and I hate even defending this woman, but it's like she works, I would assume, a lot. She has multiple things. If she's not maybe running the businesses in a way where she's doing everything, but she still has to be, she is still the go-to person. You know what I'm saying? So there is still like an, an area where you still have to keep yourself available at all times. So I don't know. Like, I just thought that that was so wild. But it's just so weird to see like comments like that or just, you know, the girls online being like, yes, finally the um, the girls, um, North is eating up her mom and humbling her mom. And it's like, no, North is just like a little girl who doesn't understand what her mom really does. She know she know her mama provide though. She know her mom got, keep the lights on, okay. And here's another thing, bitch. You bitches be crying and can barely get through a forty hour work week. The you girls can barely get through a forty hour work week and crying, crumbling, ready to quit, okay. So I don't really want to motherfucking hear it. It's just, it's, you know what it really boils down to? I feel like those are the girls who don't want to work. <laughs> it seems nobody wants to work these days. But now let's go on to more bigger issues. Britney Spears. So I was going to touch on, um, what's, his, what's his name? Timbaland saying that Justin Timberlake needs to put a muzzle on Britney Spears and that she's crazy. I don't really care, okay? The girls are already eating her ass up. Timberland. Already eating Timberland's ass up on the internet. So let that be that. My thing is this. There has been an onslaught of, I want to say, Gen Z girls who are unearthing videos of Britney Spears' performances and posting them and saying that she's a mediocre performer. And let me just, I just, hold on. Um, No. Like, I don't know how else to reply to that, but no, you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? And the, the, the crazier thing is they're posting sickening performances. And it's just as like, bitch, you... You mean to tell me you enjoy lying? So you mean to tell me delusion is something that you're dealing with? You mean to tell me that not being able to cognitively think is something you're suffering from? Because a mediocre performer is not what Britney is, okay? It's really no shade to the Taylor Swift girls, because I know the girls love Taylor Swift. It's really no shade to her, but like that, if you want to talk about mediocre, sure, let's add her to the mix. If you want to talk about, mm, um, okay, this is really controversial. Spice Girls, sure, let's add them to the mix. 
Um, and I love Spice Girls, by the way. Their music is so sickening. But I'm talking about performing-wise. There's so many people you could add. The girl, basically everybody out, all the new artists are out right now. Every last one of them, every last one of them could not hold a candle to Miss Spears. And let me further explain to you, Britney is a whole entire technical dancer, bitch. Not only that, I gotta move on. I don't have the energy to do this right now. Not only that, but she would have backup dancers and she would be out dancing her backup dancers. And when she wasn't out dancing her backup dancers, she was right there with them, blending right the fuck on in. It didn't give, it didn't give like, oh, this is the musician and those are her backup dancers. It gave unit, bitch. It gave a whole entire unit. So I don't really want to motherfucking hear it that Britney's not that girl when it comes to performance because Britney had the juice. She may not have the juice right now. I'm sure she could probably get the juice. Honestly, in her book, she was talking about, this is so crazy, but also so comforting to know. In her book, she was talking about how, like, when she got into the conservatorship, she did. She decided not to perform at her best of abilities because she didn't want to, she, she was like something to the tune of, like, I didn't want to feel like I was giving that to them, like, meaning, like, her dad and um, people who had her in the conservatorship. She said, but at the same time, it was heartbreaking because I know that's my fans deserve more. She would be like, oh, you know, like sometimes whipping your hair is, um, what is it? Um, it makes the performance even that much more sexier and blah, 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 blah. She said, and I stopped doing that. I stopped moving my hair. I was very stiff. I was like, oh, not it being intentional. So, bitch, Brittany might come back and might eat you hoes up, okay? But if we're not even talking about that, let's talk about... The the, the videos that are being posted. Slave for you, the VMA performance, bitch. I don't want to fucking hear it. She ate that down to the ground. She ate that down to the motherfucking ground to the point that Janet Demita Joe, the Jackson, gave her a goddamn standing ovation herself. She stood up and clapped for Britney after that performance. She was the first bitch to jump up and clap for Britney. Meanwhile, most of the audience was still sitting sitting down. But Janet Demita Joe, the Jackson, jumped up out of her motherfucking seat and clapped for Britney. Britney's most viewed YouTube performance of just her performing. You want to know what it is? Her performing with Michael fucking Jackson. Michael Jackson. And let me tell you something. Ate that performance up. Sickening performance. And you want to know what she does? You want to know what she does? There's no choreography. There's no backup dancers. She don't even got her signature um, headphone set in with her ear her earpiece. You know, the little ear shit. She don't even got that. Brittany is holding the mic. And she's literally, literally in a green dress literally walking from one side of the stage to the other, back and forth, back and forth. And that is the whole performance. And she eats it the fuck down. You want to know why? Because it's called stage presence. Something your fucking fave could never fucking ever. Stage presence. That white bitch had the juice. 
Okay, so I don't want to fucking hear it talking about, oh, it, she's she's mediocre. Bitch, mediocre my motherfucking ass. There's a reason why that whole, and I need to watch my language with her, but it's a reason why that lady didn't have the best vocal chops, okay? But she excelled everywhere else. And that alone, let me tell you something. You know how many them white girls, they cranked out during that five-year five year span between 1998 and what, 2003? You know how many white girls they cranked out and tried to teach them little eight counts and, you know, they edited the video to make it seem like they was more, more sickening than they, they really were, giving them all them fucking backup dancers and just all sorts of shit. Be like, we need you to be like, Brit Britney literally herself alone revolutionized what it meant to be a female artist. So I don't really want to motherfucking hear it talking about mediocre, bitch. She got, she, her fucking stage presence alone. And honestly, this brings me up to Azealia Banks. Hold on, because I need to read this for you guys. Azealia, hold on. Azealia Banks, Britney Spears. Um, where is, I need to read this for you. So, Azealia Banks, years ago, on Instagram, commented um, on, about Britney Spears. She said, girl, do you know that you are the one and motherfucking only Britney Spears international music superstar, women's icon, beacon of light, et fucking cetera, honey. You paved the way for so many artists and set a standard of production quality, both music and visual, that all female artists to this very day are trying to live up to. As far as commerce and art goes, it is you who has created the blueprint business model for how to develop, market, sell a female pop star. You are the pinnacle of what it means to be a pop star, sis. Everyone from the Spice Girls to Destiny's Child to the entire K-pop industry is following the Britney Spears business model. You put in work, honey, work, and have never once used your platform to be anything other than positive, pleasant, and inclusive. I cannot think of another female artist who has exemplified exclusivity in the waves you have. And she goes on and on, and she, you know, continuously sends really nice messages to Britney. But bitch, the fucking, the fucking blueprint. So, now, it's like, when it, when it comes to Britney, it's like this. It's honestly, it's really like this. You know how you be with your siblings or, like, your family members, you be, like, maybe not really there with them. You be, like, oh, you get on my nerves or, like, bitch, you stink. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just be, like, really over them, right? But, bitch, if you not in my family, you can't do that to my brother or my sister or my family. It's not going to happen. I'm going to fight you for it. I could talk about Britney all, Britney fans can be like, oh, Britney, you need to quit twirling around in your motherfucking living room. We can say that. We earned the mother... I've earned the right. Okay? Do you guys not understand? I used to be part of the street team, the Jive Records street team. Yes, honey. I was part of the Jive Records street team, bitch, and the online team. I was 
given they didn't pay me, but bitch, they would give me like like limited edition merch, which was really sick. Honestly, it's really fucking timeless. I have somewhere. Uh, there's this one. They sent me a vinyl of the Slave for You remix package that they were sending out to DJs. And they're like, bitch, do you want one? I said, sure, of course. And I got it. Bitch, what are my most prized possessions? So, bitch, I was part of the, the, the Jive Record street team, okay? So I've earned, I've earned my stripes, bitch. You bitches, you Gen Z bitches, keep it cute. You're not allowed to say that, especially when you over here praising girls who can't fucking perform, can't do anything like sickening, don't have one memorable performance. And it's really no shade to Taylor Swift, but I would love, name me one sickening Taylor Swift performance. Any, an iconic sickening performance. Exactly. Mm-hmm, exactly. What's that girl, Olivia Rodrigo? Name me one iconic, sickening performance by her. Uh-huh. Okay, exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. All the new girls, find me one sickening, iconic performance that rattled the music industry. I'll wait. Because there is none. You bitches, you bitches are 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 listening to these new artists, which is fine, which is divine. We love them. But it's like, how can I put it? It's like, it's like, mm, when your house ain't even straight. You know what I'm saying? Your house ain't even in order. How you telling about what somebody else need to be doing when your house ain't even in order? Your house, a.k.a. the Olivia Rodrigo's, a.k.a. the Taylor Swift, your house is already a mess. You can't even say anything about Britney Spears, the icon. Okay, when your house, the people you praise in your house ain't even right. So, so I just, the Gen Z girls, I don't really like them. I really don't think I like them. I really, like, I can handle the Gen X girls, okay? But the Gen Z girls, y'all are y'all are the worst drivers in the world. You would think that the baby boomers would be w bad, which they are. But it's the Gen Z girls that are the worst. Scary bitches, ain't got no backbone, bitches, no thick skin, bitches, internet gangster, bitches. Like no, the please, I really fucking hate you guys, and the fact that you really fucking was all, like, all, I feel like all these Gen Zers just came out of the motherfucking woodworks. I'm like, yeah, she's really actually mediocre. Mediocre? When literally everything you listen to, all the music that you consume on a daily basis is not even mediocre, bitch. It's below mediocre. That's how bad it is. The bar is in fucking hell. That's why, the, that's why the real girls, the real bitches ain't even coming out no more. The real bitches is like, bitch, I'm retired. I'm not coming out for this shit no more. It's crazy. It's crazy out here. The only person who's really slaying the motherfucking game still right now is Beyonce. And that is it. And as a performer. Musically, I'm not so sure. But y'all know how I feel about that. 
But performance-wise, yes. Britney Spears being mediocre, bitch. Go to hell. Move right along. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. It's time for TMZ. TMZ. Topics, baby. TMZ. Topics, baby. Topics from TMZ. All right, so let's get into some TMZ topics. I can already tell you I don't really care. Um, SAG-AFTRA actor strike ends after 118 days. Hollywood back to work. Okay, cool. SAG-AFTRA just stroke a nuke. Okay, move right along. Um, let's see, let's see, Vivek Ramos, I don't even know who that is, bitch, um, Kale Mitchell, oh my god, hospitalized in Los Angeles, um, Kale Mitchell, famous for his work on Good Burger, as well as Keenan and Kale, is currently hospitalized, we know the actor was admitted into Los Angeles area hospital Tuesday night, sorry, I'm so tired, I'm so sorry. It's I don't ever be yawning on this mic, bitch. But when I tell you, <clears throat> all right, we know the actor was admitted into a Los Angeles area hospital Tuesday night, coming in through the emergency room. A witness tells us Kale appeared to be conscious and alert when he arrived. Okay, the cause of Kale's illness is unclear, but we do know as of Wednesday he was still in the hospital getting treatment. It's unknown. If he'll be released, oh, da, 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 da. well, I hope everything goes well. I mean, it says he's conscious and alert, so maybe he was just going to the emergency room to do something quick, I guess. Well, I guess it wouldn't be quick, but I don't know. hope everything's well with him. Tyreek Hill, don't know who that is, moving right along. Um, Steve Wozniak, hospitalized in Mexico City after falling ill, experiencing vertigo, doctors performing tests. Wow. Um, wishing you the best. Tanache seeks restraining order after man arrested at her L.A. home. Okay, I'm really fucked up because I was going to be like, bitch, she got a home? <laughs> no, okay, but listen, hold on. I didn't mean it like that. Because, <laughs> of course, she has a home, but I was thinking, like, can I be honest with you guys? Every... I feel like musicians, it is the hardest for a musician. It is the hard. I feel like you, your chances of making money as an actor is far better. But musicians, especially an artist, if you're not singing, writing, I mean, if you're not producing or writing, it's so fucking hard to make money. So anytime I'm like, bitch, a house, you know what I'm saying? I just didn't, you know, I didn't know she had coins like that. I'm sure she do, but I, I just was like, oh, my God, she had a house. Anyways, Tanache says she's getting stalked by a guy who showed up at her front door and tried to get inside. She now wants, fuck, I just remembered, ADT's coming over tomorrow at 9 a.m. A.K.A. in nine hours. I'm just so exhausted. I wonder if I should just kind of record... 
in the morning, like finish the rest of this in the morning. Oh, bitch, when I tell you, I am just fried, honey. My brain is just fried. I am just so exhausted. Um, but yeah, I have ADT coming tomorrow to just add a bunch of surveillance throughout my house. <laughs> no, for real, like, dead ass. Like, it's, I'm like, just add it all, bitch. Do, do, do the whole package, bitch. Do the full monitoring, the live video streaming, the fucking, you know, seven dispatchers. I want it all, bitch. Okay? Especially, ho, like, now, I'm, like, really whatever. But especially when my child gets here, bitch, I want all that in my guns, bitch. And like I said before on this podcast, bitch, I'm blowing every, I'm going to blow your head straight the fuck off. I'm going to blow your head straight the fuck off. For real. I'm serious. Bitch, I wish I would have a, um, she said a stalker um, showed up at her front door. Bitch, Tanache better get herself a fucking gun and blow they fucking head off. I will get a fucking shotgun and blow you from, with the door closed and just boom, bust you, bitch. Bust you. Mm-hmm. The singer just filed for a temporary restraining order in Los Angeles per court documents. Obtained by TMZ, the singer has been dealing with the guy for a while. Tanache says the whole thing reached its tipping point last week when she says the guy surfaced outside her home. In the paperwork, Tanache says she's getting randomly tagged in IG by a guy named Ramon Oppikoffer since 2022, whom she says she doesn't know at all. Tanache says it started as seemingly homeless digital fanfare, but turned real in October 27th when she claims he showed up to her brother's private birthday party, totally uninvited. That is nuts. Um, well, I hope everything's good. Like, I, those stalker things are really fucking scary, bitch. And at least when I was dealing with mine, the police didn't want to do anything. They were like, girl, that's a, um, a internet crime. And an internet crime is technically a part of the FBI. So they didn't want to do anything. So I took care of it. Um, Kourtney Kardashian, check out my baby registry. Kourtney Kardashian is a mommy once again. And she's given a glimpse into some of the sweet things she's looking to cross off. <laughs> baby registry. Kourtney's lifestyle site. Poosh. Posh, Poosh, teamed up with the baby registry company Babylist for some pretty awesome essentials. And the Kardashians looking, okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. She's also got a swanky diaper changing pad. All right, all right, all right. As we reported, Courtney and Travis welcomed Rocky into the world last week. Oh, congrats. This after family members like Kylie Jenner were spotted at Cedar sinai on Thursday. Um, the happy parents are leaving. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Francis Bean Cobain, Riley Hawk, first sighting since wedding. Bands on bands on hands. Oh, okay. Francis Bean Cobain and her hubby, Riley Hawk, are... Bitch, I'm tired. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. This is totally not me, bitch. I normally can push through, but I am dead-ass fucking tired. Um... And I'm not going to be able to be lively on this mic. 
I, I'm really shutting down, bitch. Um, I think what I'm going to do is go to bed. And then... And then afterwards, um, tomorrow when ADT leaves, I'll finish recording. I'll have more energy tomorrow. And um, I'll edit the podcast, get that up. Um, because I am really, like, tore up, bitch. I am exhausted. And I just know if I don't get any sort of rest, I'm going to be no good. And, bitch, I need my sperm to be sickening for Sunday. <laughs> and I was reading how, like, stress really can fuck up and damage your sperm. So I'm just like, bitch, like, I can't be stressed. <laughs> no, I'm so serious. It's not even about, like, me. It's not, like, that's the crazy thing. It's like, it's not even, like, Oh, you know, I'm just trying to, I need to get some sleep for my my health. Bitch, I don't really care, bitch. I'm like, bitch, I just need to make sure this sperm is sickening and it's lit so I can get boy girl boy embryos and girl embryos, bitch, on Sunday. Um, but I really do apologize. I'm so sorry. This is not one of my best episodes. I can feel it. I already know it. But I, it's because I'm tired. And it's like my brain is on. Like it is on, bitch. Like it always is. And my brain is telling me keep working, keep going. But my body is like, I think, shutting down. And I'm. I think I need to listen to it. And just go to bed, girl. <sighs> um, but yeah, I will be back tomorrow to finish recording, or in a couple couple minutes if you're listening to this episode. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go to sleep, bitch, and finish recording later. All right, moving right along. Okay, I am back. Um, it is the next day. I feel still a little tired, I'll be honest, but um, a lot better than last night, bitch. When I tell you, I was really shutting down, and I didn't. I don't think I was noticing that my body was literally shutting the fuck down. Um, I felt like a little delirious. I just felt really out of it, um, loopy even, and... I don't drink anymore. So I was just, I was like, bitch, why am I feeling like this? And sure enough, sure the fuck enough, I took a shower, climbed up in bed. Bitch, I didn't even have time to turn off the, like, I control my lights through my phone. Didn't have time to turn off the light. Bitch, I was knocked out. When I tell you, I did not even move when I was asleep, bitch. I stayed in these, like... I literally went to sleep and then woke up at like 7.30 the next day. Crazy. Just wild. But anyways, um, I apologize for that because, um, yeah, you guys deserve a good show. I like to be kind of on and more present. And um, of almost close to three years of doing this show, I never felt like that. I never felt like I needed to just be like, all right, well, I can't 
complete it. Um, and that's kind of really wild for me. Like, it's really hard for me to wrap my head around not completing something. So, but I guess you got to, you know, pay attention to your body and yourself. So today, um, the security people came over and installed a bunch more cameras and just like some other shit throughout my house and my garage. Um, so they were here really all day and I finished my Christmas tree finally. So I'm going to take the, still take the rest of this day off. Like I'm not going to do anything. Um, I have pretty much a good amount of orders already pre-packaged that I will get out tomorrow um, and also get out some more and hopefully be done by Saturday if I can. So, um, but I'm going to take the rest of this day off, you know, like I'm going to, after I'm done with this, edit this podcast, put it back, put it up, upload it. Um, and I'm going to lay in bed and I might honestly get some wine. No, I take that back. Bitch, I, what did I do? Like maybe a week ago or something like that, I got wine because, you know, I like to give my ancestors, you know, a glass of wine or whatever now and then. And I was like, you know what? Let me just drink the, a, a little, you know, glass of wine or whatever. Bitch, I had a headache. I didn't feel good. It was really, and it was, and it tasted gross. Like, I don't know what it is. I think just the idea of a possible hangover or a headache, I just can't do. So, yeah, I'm probably not. I'm probably going to drink my tart cherry juice with some magnesium in it and just relax. Um, but yeah, let's get into, I do have a little bit of beef um, this week. And my beef is, I feel like I've had this beef before, but I hate when a bitch try to tell you what you gonna be, what you gonna feel like. So yesterday I was at my parents' house and I get a random call from a New York number. And so I answer it and they're like, Solomon. I was like, oh my God, bitch. I was like nervous. I was like, bitch, who the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? And it was my friend from New York that, um, do you remember like the little Puerto Rican dude I was telling you, like I used to be talking to and whatnot? So anyways, so he called me and he was like, what's the champagne that you really like? And I said, oh, Billicart, um, Salmon Rosé. And that's like a good one for you to try, blah, 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 blah. So he was like, all right, cool. And so we kind of just caught up and whatever. And he was like, are you dating anybody? I was like, bitch, no. Like, you know me. Like, hell no. Um, but then I did, I mentioned like, you know, I'm kind of getting ready to um, have a kid and blah, 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 blah. And he has a daughter. And he was like, just out the gate. But this is also his personality, which is why we didn't click. Um, great friends, but like also like nothing more than that. So he was like, okay, cool. You know, I just want you to know it's not going to be like what you think it is. Raising kids is not going to be like what you think it is. I want you to know that there's a potential that they will get older and they'll hate you. I was like, bitch, what? 
He said, yeah, most kids, you know, they're going to get older and they're going to just get to the point where they do not like you and they're going to wish that you did better um, as a parent and blah, 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 woo do woo woo And, you know, I let it just rock. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm not even going to argue with you over the phone. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, bitch, just because your daughter don't fuck with you, just because you were an absent father, just because you didn't have your shit together, just because you didn't have your coinishes up, just because you didn't have a living situation together. And I'm not really trying to, like, knock him or nothing like that. I'm really, honestly, I'm really not. Because we all go through shit. You know what I'm saying? We all go through weird shit up up and down shit through our lives like it ain't always good you know what i'm saying so i totally understand that but just because that was your reality bitch don't make it seem like that's gonna be my reality okay sure i know i'm not gonna be perfect and i know i'm going to fuck up a lot down the way but bitch i'm not going like i'm not you (laughs) like i don't even know how to put that but like we're not the same girl You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a different person than you. You view things differently. And you have a lot of baggage. You know, there's a whole whole reason why maybe your daughter is at odds with you. But I don't know a lot of people who, he was like, yeah, most most, um, people hate their parents. I don't know a lot of people who hate their parents. I don't. Now, I know some people who just, you know, they they be having a little beef here and there with they, they mom and they dad, but it ain't nothing deep. I don't know anybody that hates their parents. Not saying that it don't exist, but I feel like that's few and far between. Because, you know what I'm saying? I don't know those girls. Over here in Solomon World, we don't be dealing with shit like that. You know, I'm not trying to shade nobody who does. My heart goes out to you if that's your reality. But, like, I... But to kind of make that statement, making it seem like, yeah, most people do. I don't, who's most people, baby? Because we, no, okay? And I don't know. I just, again, like, I get it. I get get where he he was coming from, but it's always like, I hate when somebody want to put their reality on you, like, bitch. Just because your life might have been miserable during those moments... Or either it could be just anything. I hate when you share something with somebody and they share their worst experience. Bitch, your worst experience may not be mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying everything's going to be a cakewalk with me, but bitch, uh, keep that negativity with you, baby. Like, we ain't doing that over here, okay? We ain't doing no generational traumas over here, bitch. uh, The buck ends with me. Okay, so thank you for the advice. Um, I clearly will be diligent in trying my best to not invoke unnecessary trauma on my child. Of course, they will probably have a couple things that they'll be at odds with me about as they get older. But I know for, I know, hold on, this is what I do know, bitch. This is what I fucking do know. In, in 15, 16 years, they ain't gonna hate me. They may not, they might be a little, like, annoyed with me. They might be like, ugh, I can't stand your ass. But they definitely ain't gonna hate me. I just, ain't nobody really hate me like that, bitch. Like, I don't, I'm not that girl. I'm not hateable. (laughs) You know, like, I'm just not. And I'm definitely not gonna be like that as a father. So, 
thank you, friend, for your um, negative feedback, but that's not really my reality. And honestly, moving right along. So if you have, ooh, bitch, let me charge this thing. Hold on. Um, I just be on this mic and don't ever got shit ready. Okay. If a bitch, I don't even got the emails <laughs> um, posted up, bitch. Let me log in real quick. Um, okay, let me log this. Click this, bitch. Okay. Um, if you are, if you want to write into the show, please send it in to, at ask at the Solomon Ray podcast dot com. This week we have a letter. Oh, bitch. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, let me click this open. Um, where are my glasses? Bitch, I don't ever got shit ready. I'm sorry. This is so unprofessional of me. Okay. No, I need my glasses. Oh, it's upstairs. Ugh. Never mind, bitch. Um, okay, I could, I could do this. Hey, Solomon. I've been a devoted listener of your podcast. Hold on. Let me get some juice. Oh, that is good, bitch. Mm. I just put some fresh tea in some black... I got I, I put some fresh black tea in the in the refrigerator with some fresh mint and infused it and honey. Who you want to talk about divine? You want to talk about divine, bitch. Um. Okay. <clears throat> hey Solomon, I, am I recording? Sorry, I'm a mess. Hey, Solomon, I've been a devoted listener of your podcast since this whole pandemic started. And let me tell you, your episodes have been a weekly lifeline for me. Your rants, your humor, it's all been a saving grace during these crazy times. Truly, your impact on people's lives is massive. And I hope you know that. Oh, my God, that's so sweet. Thank you. Um, also, major congrats on stepping into the world of parenthood. That's a big deal. Wishing you and I cannot see. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Um, my eyes are like watering. Wishing you and Tia all the health and prosperity in the world. Oh, in the world. And may you get both boy and girl embryos. <laughs> I'm praying for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. Um, and I'm sending it all right back to you. Thank you. Now, here's what's been on my mind. My closest friend Ellie is going through an incredibly tough time. We've been inseparable since we were 12 we're both 31 by the way and she's like family to me this summer we received the gut-wrenching news that ellie has been diagnosed with an extremely rare rare and aggressive form of pancreatic cancer oh my god um the doctors told us last month that ellie may not make it to the end of the year oh my god bitch bitch hold on wait <laughs> Okay, let me just keep reading. Oh my God, that's horrible. Hold on, wait. Do I need tissues? <laughs> Am I gonna cry? Hold on, let me honestly, hold on. Let me just get a little tissue real quick. Because I don't want to get caught off guard, okay? Oh, Jesus. 
Um, surprisingly, I haven't been super emotional like my normal self. Um, my doctor prescribed me a pill to kind of, because um, <laughs> the fertility medic medication I've been on for like the last like nine, nine, 90 plus days um, has spiked my estradiol, estradiol levels. So that's probably why I've been super emotional. So now he, I take this one pill once a week to kind of bring those estradiol levels down and back to normal. So I'm not like emotional all over the way, all over the place. But I do feel as though I just have a little tissue right here just in case. Um, where are we? Where are we? Um, the doctor told us last month that Ellie may not make it to the end of the, this year. Ellie isn't just, bitch, I'm really about to start crying. Ellie isn't just a friend. She's my sister. Bitch, I can't do this. Ellie isn't just a friend. She's my sister. <clears throat> We've been through it all together. <clears throat> From chasing dreams to traveling the world. And we've always had each other's backs. The thought of losing her is tearing me apart. I'm rushing to do all the things I can for her and make this a great holiday season for her, even though my heart is broken. I look at the strong, loving relationships you have with... What? Hold on. I look at the strong, loving relationships you have with Serena and your tight-knit group of friends, and it hits me how essential those connections are in life. Ellie holds that same place in my heart. And bitch, I'm really about to start crying. I can't. And the idea of her not being here anymore, it's unimaginable. Watching Ellie go through this painful journey is excruciating, and it's hard to accept that she's the one facing this illness instead of me. I'm weighed down by the sense of helplessness and guilt, wishing it could be me instead. Solomon, I'm reaching out because I know you've got the words I need to hear right now. Your response means the world to me, and I appreciate any insight you can offer as I journey through this incredibly challenging time with my best friend, my sister. Thank you for your time and understanding. Warm regards, Seema. Well, Seema, ugh, I can't. I don't know, like, I'm, I feel like I'm not really good when it, I feel like on one end, I'm good when it comes to loss, but I also haven't lost a lot of people that are very close to me. Thank God. Um, I would, can't even imagine being <clears throat> in your shoes. Um, you know what's crazy? You said, hold on. Um, what is it? Wishing it could be me instead. There was, I was reading Princess Diana's biography um, a few years ago, or maybe last year, was it? Um, and I'm trying to remember what she said. I'm trying to remember, like, what this passage in this book was. But she was, and I could be completely wrong. I believe she was going and she was seeing, like, AIDS um, victims or whatever, and they were basically on the verge of death. Like, they were scheduled, basically, to die. And I'm trying to think, what did she say? But it was so, like, it kind of opened up my eyes. Um, damn, I'm trying to fucking think. But it's something to do with this. She said, 
maybe she was talking to someone else. The a friend. Oh, the partner, the partner, the partner. So it was two guys. One guy had um terminal neatly ill AIDS or whatever. And so basically he was dying. He was on his deathbed, and his partner didn't have AIDS. And he was, you know, fine and living or whatever. And she, he, he, the the one who was healthy or, or not dying, told Princess Diana, um, "I wish it was me. I wish it was me." And Princess Diana was like, um, something to the tune of, "I get where you're coming from, but also try to find the comfort in it not being you, in the sense where." Um, they, damn, I wish I would have brought this, if I would have, bitch, if I would have done my research or, you know, <laughs> spent time combing through the emails instead of literally opening them up live while I'm recording, um, I would be able to pull up this passage in the book. Um, she said something to the tune of, they already know when their life is going to end. So they have this opportunity to kind of, I guess, flesh it out, if you will. Whereas we don't know when we're going to die. And she said there's also a gift in knowing that death is around the corner. And I know that sounds really morbid and clearly not super comforting, but it's a different perspective. And I think a lot of times when we're riddled with pain, just changing our perspective kind of helps. So... Clearly, I, I mean, I literally don't even know what that would even feel like to have a friend um, like yours in that situation. But maybe try to find comfort in knowing that they might have comfort in knowing when their time is, you know. I think going through life, it's so... Life already is so fragile, but I I feel like I would be more well-equipped if I knew when I was going to die. You know, you know like, if, if, if I was told, all right, girl, you got six months to live, I feel like I, even though I wouldn't want that, I feel like I could be better manage that as opposed to dying randomly. You know what I'm saying? So that way I could set things up for my family that are not already set up, set things up for my children, you know, get my house in order, um, do all the things that maybe I wasn't able to do. So you mentioned, um, I'm rushing, bitch, this part almost broke my heart. Ugh, hold on. <laughs> um... I'm rushing to do all the things I can for her and make this a great holiday season for her, even though my heart is broken. Um, yeah, you know, you. I feel like I would lean into just making this a... I shouldn't say memorable, because it's not like I want to remember... Like, nobody wants to remember this. But as, as a joyous as possible, you know, bring up good memories... Um, oh God, sorry. Um, you know, just talk about fun stuff, laugh as much as you can. I don't know if, if they're able to 
leave the house or the hospital. I don't know where they are. Um, but do things, go on trips if you can. Go on like little local trips, like things that you can do that are just local. It doesn't mean like major road trips or, tri you know, international trips. But it could just be something as easy as, bitch, I'm about to start crying. Oh, my God. Um, Like just go into the mall. You know what I'm saying? And buying cute little outfits or just spending some time together. Um, but focusing on just like the happiness. Um, and I always thought like if this were to, if I knew someone was about to leave us, I think I would just want to record them as much as possible. Like just audio, you know, like on my voice notes, like, just be like, tell me about, like, I think, you know what? I think maybe write down some questions, like things that you want to know about your friend, you know, cause it's, you, you won't be able to ask them anymore. So I, th I think if it was someone I really loved and cared about, I would be asking, you know, all sorts of things that I may not know. Um, and it would probably be nice to do like little voice notes and stuff so you could still hear their voice and I don't know, that might give you a little bit of comfort. I'm really sorry. I don't know how else, I don't know how to deal with, um, loss or potential, you know, impending loss. Um, but I will say like, as painful as this I'm sure is, at least you can prepare for it and you can do as much as you possibly can together as opposed to just ran like randomly losing your friend, you know, instantly and never being being able to say goodbye. You know what I'm saying? I think like that's um you can probably find hopefully find some comfort in knowing you get you get a chance, like a very rare chance that not everybody gets to tell their loved ones goodbye. Um, and celebrate them and celebrate their life. Um, I think in my, my family, we always, um, especially in like the black community, we call it like a homegoing celebration, like a celebration of life, bitch. And we really just kind of celebrate that person's life. We're not really mourning a death or focusing on a death. You know, which is clearly, you know, what most people do, and that's okay. But I, I think what gets me through it all and my family through it all is where we celebrate the, their life, like what they did on earth, like what the time we spent together. And I think if you can lean into that, you can find some comfort. And I'm sure she can find a little comfort as well. Um, I'm really sorry about that. I, I just can't imagine what that feels like. So I'm really, my heart goes out to you. Um, I wish I had something better to say. I wish I had like something more profound or like deep to say, or, you know, um, I just feel like I'm ill-equipped to give advice. Cause I just don't, I don't know. Um, but nonetheless, I'm really sorry. And I just, I'm wishing you comfort i'm wishing you healing and um for you and your friend and 
her family as well. And yeah, moving right along. Well, that is the end of the show. Um, do I have final thoughts? Um, not really. Sorry, I'm just so tired. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have any final thoughts. Um, but yeah, I, I would say go to sorrybeauty.com, get your holiday gift sets. Um, we only got a few hundred, hundred left. Okay. And that's about it. I'm about to probably, no, I'm going to take the rest of today off and get back to work tomorrow. Um, wake up early in the morning, get my life in order, but I'm taking the rest of today off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to cook. I'm not going to do anything. Well, anyways, um, girl, do I want to order pizza? Mm. Anyways, um, until next week. Oh, oh, also listen to our, our podcast with Tia and I called Life in Progress. And yeah, check that out. And on that note, take care of yourself and each other. Bye. <laughs>